Hey guys, my name is Akshita. I'm a data analyst and a travel enthusiast. I'm Anand. I'm a finance bro and a tech geek. And you're listening to the Why Coordinate, the weekly podcast where we discuss the why behind human society and behavior. Lessons from pop culture and our own experiences to lead a more intentional, efficient, and happy life. Hi, Akshita. Hi, Anag. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm fine. I'm fine. You sound very uh, stressed. Are you okay? <laughs> yes, I'm just <laughs> tired of uh, working. Tired. the whole day yes but <clears throat> you should be excited i understand you're flying out on your surfing holiday tomorrow yes, early morning i'm so excited yes early morning tomorrow um looking forward to it also dreading it because i made the mistake of going and watching videos of people falling when they're surfing and i freaked out and now all i can think of is the different injuries that i'll have so i think because in my toiletry bag i have a medicine kit now so oh, wow. prepping <laughs> that is funny yeah maybe you should watch a few videos of people like just killing it while surfing and yeah i did uh, that i didn't resonate with it i know how clumsy <laughs> i am <laughs> probably be the one falling all over but yes let's let's see let's, i'll i'll keep you posted with videos don't worry fair enough so uh i'm very excited to introduce our guest for today um akshita do you want to go ahead and introduce her this yes sure uh oh <laughs> uh, today we have swati she's from delhi in india and i've had the pleasure of knowing her for the past one month and uh, swati can take over her introduction and i'm sure she's going to be a key part of today's discussion because she has a lot of lot of um, pointers on what we're going to discuss today so swati if you can introduce yourself <laughs> thanks akshita you already set the expectations <laughs> Hi you guys. Hi. Uh, I'm Swati Chawla. I work as an operations specialist in the financial services uh, vertical of IHS Market. So we work on providing high quality uh, securities lending and borrowing data to investment banks and other financial institutions to help them take better decisions with their securities basically. Prior to this I worked in the carbon credit space for 2 years. I have a background in economics. I did my bachelor's in business economics from Delhi University and later pursued distance learning masters in economics while I was working at IHS Market. So this has been my journey since graduation. Uh, outside of work, I I like watching crime thriller, playing cards. I'm an active Toastmasters International Club member and I'm also associated with the charitable trust Smile Foundation that helps in enabling equal educational opportunities for underprivileged kids. and i am really excited to be a part of the y coordinate and looking forward to talking to you guys regarding this we're excited to have you here swati and um swati forgot to mention that she is an award winning award winning member of her toastmasters chapter she's won at her chapter level at her city level and now she's going to be participating at the regionals uh, if i'm not wrong swati is that correct yeah, that's, yeah, that's awesome right. swati <laughs> yes i think yes i think i saw your story on instagram <laughs> and that was cool <laughs> that's very nice for me thank you okay so uh, introducing today's topic uh, so today's topic is stereotypes uh, more specifically uh, positive stereotypes but let's start this discussion about start this discussions with uh 
why do stereotypes exist and you know our experiences having faced either positive or negative stereotypes uh swati would you like to start with your uh, experiences yeah definitely i think the reason uh, stereotypes exist is because so um they start with something very random and then uh, people just people you know in future just inherit it without any reason in particular my experience so we we all faced it all i think in our lives in some way or the other they're so ubiquitous that there is no there's there's simply no escape and everybody starts encountering them from a very young age now that's a separate story that we don't have that kind of an intellect at that point to recognize them and that's where we start believing in them and then we start endorsing them uh, as and when we get uh, older but still i would like to share uh, the one time that i had a remarkable experience with them that i just can't get it out of my head was uh, it was when i started playing pool uh, i think i'm not sure if i've shared with any of you that that i do play pool now we all know that the female representation in this game at least here in india is not very good and same was the case of the place where i used to play so uh, entering that pool room every time especially in the beginning when i just started learning was so mentally exhausting being in the minority group in that particular area people automatically start assuming that you would not be able to play as good as uh, them or compete with them so so there were two stages basically and both of them were pretty interesting um, just notice the difference uh, so when i when when i was learning when i was in learning phase what i faced was even the people that started playing after me that started playing the game after me they don't know me at all they used to enter the room we used to start playing and there began the mansplaining your next shot should be this and why don't you try try doing this and minded i'm talking here about the ones who had just started playing now i'm completely grateful of those people since they might have that intention to help me out but automatically assuming that i would not be able to figure out uh, the stuff as well as them since i was a minority there and assuming this even before they saw me playing was definitely problematic and the bigger problem is nobody would be able to fathom out that there was a slight problem in the entire situation there and then came the period when my game became i would say satisfactory um then i started noticing how few people used to behave differently and by differently i mean uh, worse when i when i used to beat them then when they probably lost to a guy so most of them were very gracious but a few of them um, making them un- making those uh, unpalatable remarks showed how they were frustrated because they couldn't live up to the expectations set by a certain stereotype that they are supposed to be better at that game so these sort of expectations come uninvited with these stereotypes wow that is uh, im- i mean remarkable is probably a good adjective for that uh, mostly because i i as a guy suck at pool okay so the only times i've ever won a game of pool is when you know you have the last uh, eight ball that you have to uh, get in short and if you scratch on that you basically lose to the opponent and that's happened to my opponents a few times and that's the only way i won so uh, you know automatically assuming uh, that you know since you're a female you'll not be good at it or you will always i mean this is what i found quite uh, amusing about the story is that okay people who uh, people who get good at something they have a habit of going around and giving 
advice to people. You, you Like I see this at the gym all the time. The guy who's most ripped and swole will go around advising people even if they're not asking for his advice. But what is interesting is to see that people who are mere beginners who probably started, you know, playing much after you also feel that just because you're a female, uh, they would have the requisite expertise to advise you. So, yeah. <laughs> it's actually quite funny, Swati, because this exact same thing has happened to me. And you know what? I didn't even think about it till you were like telling a story. And then I realized the entire point of a stereotype is that it's widespread, right? It's it's a random thing, but it inher- as you said, it it's inherited and then it just exists. And when you were telling me that story, I was in a different city, a different environment with a different group of people, but the exact same thing kept happening to me. So I also used to play pool from a very, not a very young age, but from before it was so I used to have to illegally enter my clubhouse to play it because I was 16 and there was like an 18 year old, like you need to be 18 plus to go and play pool. So I was 16 and I was playing pool and um, uh, my father used to teach me. And once I started becoming better at it, um, the men used to look at me as a child and a female. So it was both of it together. These guys, these like elder I think 28 25 plus ish men used to come in and then I used to play and then I used to get the exact same two phases what you're talking about and it's just so funny looking at how even though we are like we were miles apart and we were in different parts of the country this exact same stereotype even worked for me so very interesting to think of that so what What about so this is one Oh, okay, so these are some negative stereotypes, but how about some positive stereotypes? Have you guys experienced any of those? Uh, so one positive stereotype, I don't even know if it's positive, it, it could probably be a neutral stereotype, is that Indians are uh, IT guys and Indians uh, are good, good at solving technology problems. And uh, that is a stereotype that I've faced uh, throughout my life living in the West. And... Um, Ironically, I am good at solving <laughs> IT problems. So that continued to reinforce uh, that stereotype. Um, in fact, at my grad school, uh, they had a technology advisory cabinet, which basically advised the university on where to invest their money in terms of like what tech to buy and stuff like that. And was only ma- made up of Indians <laughs> in a American university. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, that that is my experience with... Uh, not a negative, but like positive or neutral. Do you guys have other examples? I think so. In terms of positive stereotypes, I so I've lived across India. I've lived in the northern uh, states and I've lived in the southern states as well. I'm right now in Bangalore. And uh, wherever I've lived, I've always seen uh, a stereotype for the other side of the country. So I, I don't know if this is a positive or a neutral stereotype, but uh, so South Indians are generally known to be more intellectual and also more calm and composed, while versus North Indians or Punjabis or people from Delhi are more fun-loving, boisterous, they like to party. Um, so, I, I mean, and in a way, it's a very, very, it's, it's a positive thing, right? I don't know if it's a, ne- a neutral thing or a positive thing. In a way, for me, I take it as a positive stereotype because, yes, um, obviously, why would anyone want to take that if you, you're a party-loving person or you're someone who's good at studies or like South Indians are supposed to be the good, studious ones who really are focused on what they want to do and then get, get through. So I take this as positive stereotypes, but... Um, 
we will for- go forward and discuss how this can be uh, not a nice thing. But Swati, do you have any positive stereotype experiences or, or examples? Being a North Indian and a Punjabi, I think there's one stereotype that um, uh, that is applicable to, I think, all the Indians that Indians generally uh, score higher on, on these competitive exams. So, so when I was talking uh, to this American guy and I told him my uh, coins and verbal score, I mean... Uh, so, so there's a general perception that uh, Indians have a higher average at GMAT or whatever exam. So, uh, and and he was like, yeah. So, so what's what's the big deal for you? What's the big deal that you've scored uh, this greatly at cons? I mean, uh, Indians are generally great. Indians and or uh, I would say Asians. So this is a general stereotype that Asians are great uh, are good at maths. So he said that um, what's the big deal with it? I mean, aren't Asians generally good? at maths so i think although it's a positive stereotype but the problem with this is that i and or not not me as people generally don't get the credit of their hard work i mean i have put an equal amount of hard work as he did but i'm not getting the credit for that so even after being a positive stereotype i don't know the impact that it that that it had in my mind was not necessarily very positive after that conversation so a similar story for i mean i don't think it's a similar story but uh when you mentioned this entire thing about getting scoring higher uh, indians or asians generally uh stereotypically are known to score higher in these competitive exams so during my college search and applications and everything i had actually not given my gmat exam at Till at that point, and I did not know what score I would get, but I was in a lower range, a very very low range of what the average um, Indian score is, and that's what I spoke to um, you know this admissions consultants went to ask them. So how does my score? Um, you know how where does it lie, and what schools can I apply to? What are your thoughts about it? And the stereotype was the main reason why most of the consultants. absolutely refused to uh, go forward with helping or they just said that okay fine you're well well below the uh, indian average uh, indian average of for these competitive exams and surprisingly when i actually gave the exam i got a higher than the indian average and then these same consultants then came back to me saying that would you like us to you know uh, would you want our services and would you want to go forward and look at these schools because now you're eligible for these schools and as you said even though this might be a positive stereotype that yeah asians are better or they are more quant enabled but it didn't really have like that positive feeling on me because and i just felt that I, am i defined by a number just because stereotype or like indians are supposed to be like that and if i'm not able to fit into that particular category of indians because of some other reasons how am i different so i think what you just said that i didn't really feel very positive about that positive stereotype so as soon as you said that i remember the story of mine yeah uh, that is true so basically when there is a positive stereotype associated with associated with you a it takes away from your experience um your struggle to you know kind of get that or execute on that whether it's uh you know uh, when it comes to academics for Asians or let's say Africans are generally stereotyped to be very good at athletics or uh, so 
I mean, for example, if Usain Bolt runs very fast, it's not because, you know, some of it is genetic, but then also it kind of discounts his years of training and hard work and nutrition and all of that that he's gone through. Like it kind of discounts all of that and reduces him into just a stereotype itself that, oh, he's African. Um, he's an African. So obviously he's going to be running very fast. Um, and then similarly with women, there's a stereotype that they're more empathetic, more uh, calm as opposed to men who are supposed to be stereotyped to be more hot-blooded uh, and uh, I mean so there it does open up a can of worms the first one of course being that you feel kind of uh, forced to meet that stereotype what if you're an Asian who's extremely bad at math uh, you're going to be <laughs> you're going to feel more pressure to be good at math than as opposed to someone from an ethnicity where math is not supposed to be like a thing that they're good at and you feel suffocated you feel dissociated uh the other challenge or the other problem i see with this is that we've basically reduced uh an individual to their race their gender or their ethnicity and we've completely discounted their individuality uh where you know you are just your uh like the social group that you belong um I agree. So to add on another one, I mean, just another example, which popped up into my head when you were saying this. Um, so I was having this conversation with a friend who had just gone for a big fat Indian Punjabi wedding, which is again, a stereotype. Uh, our global listeners might not uh, uh, so re- resonate or relate to this, but North Indian weddings are generally very big, very uh, five days of just fun a lot of fun a lot of events and this another friend of mine who is from north india who is from delhi but uh her sister was getting married but she was not having the same wedding was the same five days of wedding it was just a one day ceremony how it generally is just the religious ceremony and that's it and then these two friends of mine were talking about how she why is she not following the big fat indian wedding uh, way of it and they sent that up of like oh you're not indian why aren't you doing this this is the thing we look forward to um you know going to such weddings and that that entire conversation about um why you're not doing this and as anam mentioned we are gen- we are then obliged to fit into a certain type of social group irrespective of what you are capable of or what you want now we don't know if that person is financially capable of having such a big wedding or even wants to have such a big wedding or not but just because of the fact that so in society it's a stereotype that yeah okay we know it as a big fat indian wedding um it was that that conversation got heated so basically even though it's it's a great thing it's, it's a positive stereotype but it de- definitely did not work well because of what Anand just said. Yeah, and uh, the third problem I see with positive stereotypes is that generally, if someone is, um, if someone believes in positive stereotypes or if someone brings up positive stereotypes, they're more more likely to also bring up negative. Uh, it also kind of ties back to you know uh, talking about people reducing them to social groups. Like for example, um, there was a study conducted. Uh, by uh, Professor Alan K from the Fuqua School of Business, which is also my alma mater, um, where he um, interviewed people and showed them um, a conversation between a white and a black uh, person talking about uh, either negative stereotypes or positive stereotypes. Um, and, and then 
ask them whether um black people are more like for example then asked him about whether someone was more likely to commit a crime or not and what he found was that when you highlight the fact that uh even the even even if you highlight the positive stereotype uh, those people were as opposed to the control where there was no stereotype highlighted uh, when when the fact that africans are more athletic was highlighted uh, those test subjects were more likely to say that uh, they might be if if a crime has been committed they might be um, a higher uh, probability as a suspect uh, which kind of goes to show that when you bring in stereotypes into the equation whether whether positive or negative the others like the if it's positive the negative will also come into play somehow or the other uh, which is again not a good thing uh, even I, i even i read about uh, this this study and i think i'm not wrong it's called as a dovetailing effect so uh, which most of the positive stereotypes are often accompanied by uh, certain negative perceptions about some other thing for instance if a particular section of the society is naturally perceived as more nurturing uh, than the other more caring it's often accompanied by a very weird perception that the group would have uh, lower intellectual ability i mean let's let's try to think it on a more broader term uh i'm sure since we've uh, been brought up in such an environment we are more socially aware we we might straight away reject this narrative but on a wider scale it does exist and we are so aware of it so this is the dovetailing effect you're unintentionally carrying a negative perception when you believe in an altogether different positive stereotype yeah very true and then and then what also ends up happening is uh, like for example women are supposed to be uh, more uh, empathetic more nurturing more caring and that uh, and they they feel so um, under pressure to kind of meet that stereotype that when it comes to say t- being more vocal at the workplace or being taking up more aggressive leadership uh, roles um, where you know you have to go kind of contrary to these uh, stereotype or characteristics that have been defined for you um they start finding it like they don't do that so this is another example of how like a positive stereotype ends up uh being not desired that reminds you of another very uh, interesting perspective now that you've uh, brought this topic of women being uh, more nurturing and more careful now the very interesting perspective of why positive stereotypes are probably even worse than the negative ones is positive stereotypes can lead people to regard the current system of the society as legitimate for instance if there's there's a positive stereotype in the world about a particular group that you belong to since we tend to accept the positive stereotypes about us easily we would think that yeah probably because this is correct then uh, then probably the way stereotypes work in the entire world is legitimate and this makes uh, people less likely to take any action against them on the other hand negative ones will reinforce the motivation uh, in uh, inside the people to fight against this particular issue yeah very 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 true like positive stereotypes just fly under the radar no one really talks about it because on the face of it it seems like a good thing um and that is why it turns can be more harmful than negative stereotypes because we like you said we've become more aware our generation is very you know pro social causes and smashing negative stereotypes but positive stereotypes seem like a good things yeah that's a very good point swati i actually hadn't really thought of it that way the fact that positive stereotypes actually go under the radar because it's perceived as positive but in the end it is causing the harm that it does so that that's a very good point 
and that is uh, that is why i feel talking about this particular issue becomes all the more important because when we think of the word stereotype we tend to imagine words such as violence or emotional threatening uh, and being punjabi the, the most common one that we get to, get to hear is loud so these are the adjectives that come to our mind we tend to ignore some of the positive stereotypes that we get to hear as frequently Uh, such as intelligent athletic well behaved nurturing but we what we don't realize is that these stereotypes uh we don't realize that these stereotypes because of the very nature of these words since they're complementary they are difficult to spot but just because these sound good doesn't mean that they're okay they more often than not have unintended harmful effects on the stereotype groups and on others also uh, other than the personal effects they have on us i think stereotypes can cause effects on a much larger scale they have a way of uh, infiltrate uh, infiltrating our brains and they have this destructive power of making people act differently than what they would have otherwise without them knowing and there are proven proven studies on this and my favorite one is uh, this concept called the stereotype threat i'm sure uh, you must have heard of it because we'll be able to relate to it and feel that yes this is exactly why i feel this way when i hear a stereotype about my race or sex or nationality true okay so now let's uh, switch gears a little bit and talk about how how do you think um, this problem can be solved uh, at like an individual level and more at like a society level as well um how do you think going about like how do how should we go about squashing so i'll 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 let me start by talking about like my experiences so indians or brown people in general have a certain set of stereotypes associated with them uh which uh i mean okay fine there there, there is some truth to stereotypes uh maybe a majority of that society or that part of society does fall under um the stereotype that's associated with them but obviously human beings are very diverse and um they will be all come in all sorts of um now if you talk about areas like for example when i lived in the us and i was living in cities where there were not a lot of indians or brown people in that area most of the people around there their perception of what an indian person is stemmed from stereotypes that they'd seen in popular media whereas when i lived in cities which were extremely cosmopolitan uh, such as new york or, or london where you know the average londoner would have been exposed to at least a dozen indians and different kinds of indians uh, there they were more likely to see me as an individual and rather than reducing me to just a stereotype that they you know heard about on the internet or on uh, a tv show true true i think that's a good point um i think uh, stereotype uh, uh, how to reduce or to actually point out stereotypes would also be a very big part of self awareness uh, i mean we are all in a way stereotypical i mean i don't i'm sure in any conversation during a day i'm sure at least once i um fix someone in a box i fit someone into a stereotype up subconsciously it's not like i'm doing it proactively but because i've grown up and because i've seen and heard the stereotype around me it's become such a common and such a natural part of speaking and i think self self awareness really really is important because once you start realizing that when you yourself are making those stereotypes you will at least be able to identify what are the positives what are the negatives and educate not educate that sounds very preachy but at least let others know when they are doing the same 
and i think when you actively know that you're doing you're actually reducing someone to uh, a set of rules or a set of statements made about them you will proactively start thinking twice about what you say also i think um, i think you you've made a very good point about people uh, realizing uh, the the narrative or the or the history behind these stereotypes there are certain uh, stereotypes whether positive or not uh, that are driven by a certain propaganda and if and if we get to know the history behind that propaganda behind that propaganda then probably we'll be able to make things easier for you for instance there's this minority model minority narrative that applies to asian americans that they're more intelligent and hence have been able to be uh, more successful as compared to the other minorities in the us this often gives reasons to those practicing the discrimination that ye ye sense Asian Americans are naturally uh, more intelligent that's why they've been able to be become more successful than other minorities but this narrative does not take into account tons of other factors that probably uh, the treatment that has been historically given by the government or the policies were in the favor of one particular minority so these uh, stereotypes acts, acts as a way to get away with the discrimination happening with other minorities and they only work for as long as uh, it's working in the favor of those in power so um, not only the stereotypes that are generated by the people but people realizing uh, the stereotypes that are driven by the propaganda by realizing this i think this situation can be handled um and 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 another thing i feel is that if you have role models which uh, kind of squash these stereotypes like when obama became president of the us uh that helped to squash a lot of stereotypes uh, related to african americans so if you have or or these days um, a lot of asians and south asians are getting prominent roles in movies and tv tv shows uh, in hollywood and um, they're kind of now squashing the uh, tropes that you know these ethnicities fell into Uh, so that is another way to squash now that you've mentioned about president obama i remember a certain speech made by somebody uh, when clinton lady clinton was uh, you know running for the presidential elections and that person in par said uh, in his official speech that we need more women leaders as the uh, presidents in power because women are this and that so if if we analyze this uh, the the problem with this uh, the problem with this mentality is that as as anand just mentioned that we are not seeing clinton as an individual with her unique qualities we are categorizing her because of uh, the gender that she belongs to so let's just let's just be honest the these stereotypes are not going anywhere all we can do is minimize their impact so the next time probably um, we are praising someone publicly we should make sure that we are doing that by pointing out their unique qualities as an individual and not by using the positive stereotypes they hold um, about their race or nationality or sex and the same should apply for criticizing anyone very true i think the reason why we use like for example you mentioned cognitive biases in our last episode the reason why we use stereotypes is because they're an easy heuristic instead of taking the time and effort to really get to know someone or really understand them it's easy to put them in a box and uh, just treat them based off of um so yeah we have to be i mean be more aware and conscious on how we treat and think about things um should we is there anything else you guys would like to add discussion or 
I can get to recapping everything we've discussed. Yeah, I think we can start the recapping. I think we've covered a lot of good points and perspectives on this. Okay. All right. So we started off the discussion by talking about stereotypes, um, the kind of examples uh, and our own experiences with it. Uh, Swati mentioned and Akshita also mentioned when you guys go play pool, women are generally not thought of as very good pool players and people who, men who might be more of a novice were giving advice to you on how to go about playing it. Um, so that was uh, very interesting for me to know. Also, take uh, take away for me is that I'm going to get both of you to teach me how to play pool because I suck at it. Uh, then moving forward, we <laughs> talked about how um, positive stereotypes, even more than negative ones, uh, tend to are um, harmful because they tend to fly under the radar. Uh, we don't give too much attention to it and we think it's a good thing to have. But it is problematic for um, various reasons. Uh, the first one being that we reduce an individual to, we basically box an individual to their ethnicity, gender or nationality. Then um, the other thing is that these people then feel uh, they it it's disc, it discounts their struggle or their endeavor like for example swati mentioned uh you know her hard work for preparing for these exams and then scoring well in uh like the quant subjects was discounted as compared to someone else uh, from another country doing the same thing because indians are good at quant so if you worked hard and you scored good that's like no uh you know kudos to you or like if you seen bolt um, runs very fast it, just because he's African discounts his training and nutrition and everything else uh, he's gone through and then is um, it reduces people down to boxes um, and third people feel suffocated to meet those stereotypes so for example if you're a nation who sucks at math you'll feel more pressure to perform in that as opposed to someone who's not a nation and uh, and then finally People who believe in positive stereotypes generally also tend to believe in negative stereotypes. And then finally, we talked about how uh, we can kind of, uh, you know, combat this. The, I mean, the first and foremost being being more aware about it, being aware about stereotypes and people putting, putting people in boxes that we do uh, throughout our day. Second is just people being ex more exposed to uh, from your ethnicity. So like, for example, um, like when I experienced being in, in, being in cities where the the average citizen might not have met a lot of Indians. Their perception of Indians would be of, of the stereotypes they'd seen on the internet or TV shows. Whereas if it was a cosmopolitan city like New York or London, where they had been um, exposed to a lot of Indians, there they started seeing people uh, individually. And then having role models who squash these stereotypes as well, whether it is President Obama uh, or it is Asians or South Asians in Hollywood, uh, like Kunal Nanjiani or um, um simulu for asians um, these people are also squashing stereotypes uh, which is good and then um, like finally swati mentioned that if we do end up praising someone we should recognize them for their individuality rather than the box that they belong to so for example um if hillary clinton is a good candidate for being a president that's not because she's a woman and she's empathetic but it is because she's hillary clinton and she's empathetic uh, is there anything else that I might have missed out on that you would, you guys would like to add to the summary? Kudos to your memory, Anand. I think you covered almost every point with all the examples that we spoke about. So yes, nothing to add. <laughs> that was great. All right. Thank you. So let's move on to the final segment, which is um, the uh, 
uh, insightful slash funny incident of the week. And this time I have absolutely nothing. So would either of you ladies want to volunteer and go first? Um, I don't have anything insightful or funny, but I can just talk about how there was an incident, not an incident this week, but I had my medical test this week. For me, that was a big incident in itself because I'm deadly scared of needles. Like I'm really, really, really scared. Just thinking about it makes me actually physically cry and I'm not even overselling it. It's, it's just how it is. And I had that medical test and um, I was, I think I was freaking out for 24 hours before that. Anyone in and around me, like my life knew about the fact that I'm going to have a medical test and I'm freaking out about the needles and the blood test that's going to come with it. And I'm sure Anag has also heard a good amount of me freaking out on it. <laughs> yeah, he was just like, oh, look forward to it. Don't worry, it's fine. But yeah. And I reached the medical center, I think, half an hour in advance. And, you know, all the time that I was busy, I didn't really think of it because I like this paperwork, that paperwork, go pay this fees, that fees. But the second you sit down in front of that table or in front of that room, that blood test room, and you need to wait for that 20, 30 minutes is when like the anticipation starts and you start freaking out. And it's very like, I realize how psychological it is because when I was there and when I was busy, I didn't really think of it at all. But then the second I got that time to actually freak out about it, I was freaking out. And then again, when I actually had to enter the room, it was all like uh, quick, very quick. Like do summit is there, you need to go in there, get in fast. So I didn't have any time to think and surprisingly this was the first time in the 24 years of my life that I did not cry during a blood test so I told the nurse very clearly if I cry I am so sorry please do not get scared it's just me and the nurse was such a sweetheart she was so sweet she was she was trying to like talk to me like how you talk to a kid you know trying to distract the kid from something and she's talking to me and then she's like don't worry don't worry it's done it's done don't worry at all and then after she's taken the blood she was asking me do you want to see the blood test you and I'm like no thank you so much for the offer but I am not going to do that at all and yeah I came out and then I realized that just because I was busy the entire time or she was talking to me constantly or there was some paperwork happening and whenever I was not thinking about it I was fine but whenever I was my brain or my like mind was empty I was freaking out so next time I'm going to make sure I'm like very very busy the entire time so that I don't have that 24 hours of crying phase for my blood test mini blood test yeah that's it <laughs> well congratulations on getting your first blood test without tears but Yay, yeah I think the you. point you raised is <laughs> very valid because like, for example, when you go give exams, or at least when I go give exams, the, the minutes before the exam starts, I'm very stressed and I'm trying to think about what I don't know. But when the exam starts and the paper is in front of me, or if I have to go give an interview, once the interview starts, or if I have to give a presentation to a large group of people, like once it starts, it just, you don't have time to think about how nervous you are. But the anticipatory minutes before that uh, are extremely, extremely brutal, which is why I hate super days where you have like interviews back to back and i mean they are supposed to be on the same day but then they make you wait for many many minutes or even hours between two interviews and at that point of time your self-confidence probably declines at a exponential rate uh which is not good but yes um how about you swati do you have any funny or insightful incident of the week i'm reminded yeah Akshita reminded me of a very insightful incident that that happened uh, with me today. So a person 
uh, removed his mask in front of me and he sneezed and then he put his mask on uh so this is very insightful to see how <laughs> how how the world operates fun fact in it the person was a doctor who was conducting my medical test oh, oh my wow. god i have nothing to say to this <laughs> no no i would like to request people to not stereotype the doctors i mean doctors in india are not like that they're very qualified and great this is just one off incident but this was very insightful so i just felt like sharing it with everybody i like how swati is using the word insightful for this and it feels very <laughs> insightful to see how it is <laughs> yeah i think a cynic as well people actually take take the effort to remove the mask then sneeze into their hand and whatever and they wear the mask back like party i think you're missing the point but okay and and also uh so yeah when i when i went to delhi last weekend and i'd go to these markets and places uh i would see people like wearing a mask with like it pulled down their mouth or it pulled above their nose like at that point of time it it almost became like a fashion accessory than the intention like the purpose it was intended for i agree i think now uh, it's just a fashion accessory at least in and around the like places i know yeah uh, and i mean when you have rules and people don't know why those rules are being implemented and they just do it for the sake of doing it it leads to interesting phenomena like i remember in like the early 2000s uh Uh, in in new delhi the fact that your car needs to have a seat belt became compulsory before that it wasn't compulsory so cars did not have seat belts and i was going in this taxi and that guy had a seat like he we weren't wearing seat belts and then you could see like he saw that there was a traffic cop uh, ahead of us and he was like put on the seat belt so he had like this thing that looked like a seat belt but it had nowhere to buckle in so he said hold just pull it and hold on to it while we drive by the police officer and then you can take it off and i was like at that point you might as well have in, invested in a buckle as well and have it function as a seat belt but again a symptom of when people don't understand why rules are in place uh, this reminds me i think i've seen those uh, videos or memes of you know how your car keeps beeping unless you've worn a seat belt and there's this there's this new product or this this gadget or something that's just the buckle that goes into the seat belt there's no belt it's just one small buckle that goes into the uh the buckle part of it and uh the beeping stops and people actually buy that and not wear the seat belt so i it, it i am i'm very intrigued to know what goes on behind the minds of such people who would actually pay extra to buy that gadget to just buckle it to stop the beeping versus actually just wear the seat belt which is for their own benefit but yes interesting mm-hmm. damn i i feel like my taxi driver would have been the first person to buy that gadget for sure um, so- <laughs> another i think pretty uh, funny incident that has that has happened with me uh, recently was um, so we have this daily catch up call uh, in which we have all the teammates gather gather at 2 to 2:30 pm so it's like a daily call so i was attending it a few days ago and uh, the the topic of the conversation shifted from uh, work to football for some reason and people uh, the, the calls stretched for another 20 minutes and people uh kept kept talking about it uh about the league uh meanwhile what i saw is uh so my father entered my room and he saw that i was on a call so he 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 asked whether they uh, speak uh and whether i was in so so i he started so, so i just blatantly said yeah they anyway not talking business papa just 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 come and and talk to me 
uh, they've been talking about this football uh, thing for a long time. And so, yeah, tell me. And the next thing I hear is, Swati, you could have complained it to us directly. And that was the point I realized that I had muted <laughs> my phone via this earphone. And my earphone was connect connected to my laptop and not to my mobile with which I was, uh, you know, receiving that call. And I, <laughs> and what reminded me of this in incident is, uh, I don't know if you guys have, heard, have seen uh, the Shweta episode going on on Instagram these yes. days, the girl yes. who forgets to <laughs> put a speaker on mute. So that was another tragedy <laughs> that happened to me. I think this has now become a very occupational hazard for everyone. I think every one of us has had this experience or this situation where they have not for me, I've had a video experience, not even an audio. Like, I've forgotten to switch off my video. And I mean, I didn't do anything I scandalous. Love at to all. know what were you doing. I did not do anything scandalous at all. But yeah, I just started moving around and just being casual. And then I got a call from my manager on my phone saying that the meeting's going on. Can you please sit and attend it? And I'm just like, okay, oops, just oops. That's all I had to say. But yeah, very funny, Swati. Hmm. I think, uh, yeah, thank you so much, Swati, for taking time out and joining us today. It was, uh, I mean, not only did you join us today, you, you were so enthusiastic about the topic of discussion as well. I think we had an amazing discussion. Um, and, uh, and thank you, Akshita, as well, <laughs> uh, for joining and you know just a few hours before your flight you have uh you give you, you know you hear recording so thank you for that and uh, thank you to everyone who listens i think we're at now four Double. and a half listeners <laughs> four and a half uh, i like it uh, yes no, uh, thank you uh, but so much honestly yeah. we are <laughs> thank you so much Anag, first we, we, of all, for yeah. being driving this properly and making sure that it's like so even though I have a flight tomorrow um, in, in a few hours, I'm as excited for this podcast. Like this podcast was in my priority. I've not even done my packing, but I really wanted to do this recording. <laughs> so thank you, Anna, for making it always, always so much fun. And thank you so much, Swati, for joining in today. It, um, it was a very insightful uh, topic, very insightful conversation. And I think all of our funny events made it even, even, even better. Like... <laughs> yeah thank you so much for joining swati <laughs> so uh we'll see all of you guys again on um so new episode saturday 6 30 p.m indian standard time 9 a.m eastern standard time and uh, we'll catch you guys next week so swati how was your experience being on the y coordinate Needless to say that, that I enjoyed it the most, uh, more because you guys were very uh, cooperative. It didn't feel like an interview or something was, the way it was flowing uh, was amazing. I guess this was the best thing about it. Another thing, as I already mentioned, this topic is very um, close to my heart and I wanted to talk to something about it and know their perspective as well. So I, uh, the, the entire experience was this inexplicably good and the only thing I'm worried about is uh, how am I going to sound on a podcast because this is my first time and I don't know how how will I sound on a, on a recorded podcast. <laughs> so that's that's probably the only concern that I have. You know what, Swati, fun fact, fun fact, I hate how I sound like 
inner recorded uh, likewise uh, yes <laughs> and so i have just i've just skipped over all the parts i've talking like i've been talking in, in all of the podcasts that i've heard like on my podcast that we hear and i just skip over the parts that i'm talking because i still cringe at the voice and like their own sound and i think this is a very common as you said that is very common so don't worry i think you were perfect absolutely Be perfect mood. <laughs> yeah i i wouldn't worry about it sorry you were you were quite quite nice and when i'm on the recording table i'll give my feedback again but uh i feel like we are our harshest critics even i don't like listening to my voice and then i mean akshata says she doesn't like listening to her voice but when she speaks i feel like i have a crow crow stuck in my throat when i'm speaking so it's like you like everyone else's voices except your own uh <laughs> it's it's too true i think But this I yeah, think, whatever uh, this logic is it's too true <laughs> yeah the thing all right then uh we'll catch you guys in the next one